In this episode, let's push the boundary a little bit more as we discuss the story of the Shunammite woman. We have received some great feedback from you from the previous episode. And if you are listening to me for the very first time, I would really encourage you to listen to the Shunammite, the first part of this series, even as we dive into this second part of it. 2 Kings chapter 4, the verse number 8 is what I want us to again go back to. The Bible says, Now there came a day when Elisha passed over to Shunem, where there was a prominent woman. And she persuaded him to eat food. And so it was, as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat food. Let's take a pause now and just stay on this particular verse. We are talking about the Shunammite woman once again in relationship with this uh, great story where we see Elisha. The prophet of God, the great prophet of God who carries the anointing, the double portion of the anointing of Elijah. And we want to see how the story of this woman turned around. But for today, what interests me is where this woman is coming from. She is referred to as the Shunammite because she lived in a city or a town called Shunem. Shunem. So Elisha, the man of God, often passed by Shunem to uh, probably Bethel. And along the way, this woman would host him or this woman prepared a place for him so that he would take some rest before continuing on his journey to Shunem, to Bethel or wherever. But Shunem is where this woman lived. And so we don't know the woman's name and the writer calls her the Shunammite. What does Shunem mean? Now, you've got to understand that biblical towns and cities, in fact, biblical names, most of them have got meaning. And the meaning of a particular place or a person reflected the character of that individual or of that place. And so, for example, Shunem over here means double resting place. Let me repeat that because it's very striking. Shunem means a double resting place. It is a town in the region of Issachar. Now, remember that Jacob, who is the father of Israel, had 12 sons. And I want to repeat that statement. So we do know Jacob. Yes, Jacob is the son of Isaac and Isaac is the son of Abraham. And Jacob had 12 sons. One of his sons was called Issachar. And the region of Issachar, where Issachar lived, one of the important towns of this tribe is the town called Shunem. And Shunem means a double resting place. If you like, a place of comfort. A place of rest in in the extreme you know a double resting place okay that must bring our mind back to the prophecy that Jacob spoke concerning Issachar so the woman that we are talking about today the Shunammite woman is an Issacharite and how do we know because the, the scripture we read you know last week we read the entire portion the woman said to Elisha 
that I live among my own people. So she is an Issacharite living in the town of Issachar called Shunem. Now, let's read Genesis chapter 49 and the verse number 14. When Jacob was declaring a blessing over all his sons, Jacob came to this young man called Issachar. And the Bible makes us to understand very powerfully what it is that Jacob prophesied over the life of Issachar. Verse 14 and 15 of Genesis chapter 49. The Bible said, uh, Jacob, so Jacob is now speaking, yes, and I quote, Issachar is a strong donkey lying down between the sheepfolds. And he saw, when he saw, that a resting place was good, and that the land was pleasant, he bowed his shoulder to bear burdens, and he became a slave at first labor. Unquote. So here we see Issachar, you know, with a prophetic word over his life. And Issachar, Jacob, saw that Issachar is a strong donkey. Issachar has potential. Issachar is a beast of burden. Issachar has got strength. Issachar can lift every weight that you throw at him. Issachar is able to lift it. Child of God listening to me today, I want you to know that there is great potential in you. There is great strength that God has placed in you. If you have survived up until now, then tomorrow you can survive tomorrow. All the things that you have gone through in your life, the situations that have not been able to drown you, the challenges that the family has thrown at you and yet you have stood firm, the difficulties that your job has brought to your life and yet you are standing firm, the mental health challenges that you have had in your life and yet you are still standing today, all the kind of problems and challenges and obstacles and hindrances that you have faced in your life you were able to still stand today as a believer in the Lord, still praising the Lord, still listening to me on a good day like this. Oh my goodness, can I assure you that there is great strength in you. God has placed the spirit of might upon your life. You are strong. You've got to believe this. Issachar is a strong donkey. Jacob saw strength in Issachar. Oh, can I say to you, there is strength in you as well. There is great strength in you. You must not take that for granted. There is great strength in you. If you live through yesterday, you can live through today and you can live through tomorrow. There is great strength in you. So the Bible says Jacob prophesied this over Issachar. But the striking thing is verse 15. The Bible said when Jacob continued to see into the future of Issachar, he said that Issachar saw that rest was good and the land that it was pleasant and he bowed his shoulder to bear and became a servant unto tribute. Now it is time you paused to really take a close look at your life because this prophecy reflects many of us. We have great potential, we have strength, we have you know a lot of ability and talents in us. But there is also the potential for us to take rest. There is also the potential for us to leave all our strength behind and to just sit and do nothing. There is also the potential in us to sit all day and do nothing with our lives. 
there is also the potential, the risk is also there, that despite the strength God has given us, we can also give up sometimes. It is possible that despite all the energy that God has given you, sometimes you can just sit and be someone who just enjoys rest. Your flesh, your flesh wants you to stay and do nothing. Your flesh wants you to rest. This flesh of ours doesn't want us to arise and to run for God. It wants us to sit down and to become so restful that nothing good comes our way. Jacob saw that same thing in Issachar. And so it is not surprising for you to see that the name of the town, which is a major city in the tribe of Issachar, that name, Shunem, means a double resting place. It is not surprising. But the powerful thing is there was a woman who lived there called the Shunammite woman. And the Bible refers to her in the verse number 8 of 2 Kings chapter 4, which we just read. The Bible calls her a prominent woman. The King James translation calls her a great woman. She was a prominent woman, a woman of great stature. Now, can I say to you, child of God, you can also be called a prominent person. You can also be referred to by God as prominent, as great. You can also be referred to as a mighty woman of Villa or a mighty man of Villa. Just as how the angel of the Lord called out Gideon, mighty man of Villa. And Gideon was actually scared for his life when the angel called him that great name. God can also call you out today and say mighty man or woman of Villa. A prominent person. That is what you are. And God wants to call you by that name. God wants you to live to your total potential as a strong donkey. A strong person. The one who is a beast of burden. You can carry every weight that life throws at you. God wants you to live by that promise. And so this woman, the Shunammite, lived by the potential that Jacob saw in Issachar, not by his weakness, being a person of rest. She lived at a place called a double resting place, and yet she arose from that place of drunken stupor to become a great woman, referred to as a prominent person. She lived in a double resting place where everything around her would take her mind away from achieving her potential, where the pleasures of life would cause her not to be focused in her work with the Lord, where everything was pleasant, everything is just calling you to sleep and to sleep and to do nothing. This woman lived in that same town and yet she rose out of that and became prominent in her generation. It is not surprising, therefore, that when Elisha was passing by, the Bible says she said to her husband, I perceive that this man is a man of God. She loved the Lord. Child of God listening to me today, are you a Christian? Are you a believer in Christ? Are you a follower of Christ? Are you serving the Lord? 
Life would throw things at you. It could be that you are staying at a neighborhood right now that looks like Shunem, very comfortable place. Or maybe that's got a place of kinds of difficulties. Maybe. It doesn't matter your environment. That is what I'm trying to say to you today from God's word. Your environment must not dictate what it is that you can become. Because what God has placed in you is mightier than anything else in this life. The Holy Spirit lives inside you, child of God. And so you may be living in Shunem, but you can also rise to become one that is called prominent. One that is called great. And so Shunem may be a place of comfort for you listening today. Shunem may also be a place of you know, difficulty for you. You know, Depending on your own context, Shunem would be anything that seeks to draw your attention away from seeking after Christ, from serving the Lord. This woman, the Shunammite, we can learn something from her. She did not allow Shunem, a place of double rest, to draw her attention from seeking after Elisha and serving God through the prophet of God. It means you and I have no excuse. Our job cannot be an excuse. Our family situations cannot be an excuse. Our health cannot be an excuse. Our you know, businesses cannot be an excuse. Our marriages cannot be an excuse. Our financial situation in life cannot be an excuse. Whatever it is that has become a shunem for you that makes you to sit and do nothing. That thing, just like in the case of this woman, she left all those behind and still chose to seek after God. So nothing can be an excuse for me. It is a pledge I have made with myself and I said to me that nothing can stand in my way of seeking after Christ. Let that also be your story. Let no, let nothing, let nothing come in between your relationship with Christ. Serve him nonetheless. Be like this woman who lived in the region of the Issacharites and she chose to serve despite the comfort she lived in. She chose to be a servant of God. I love it in 1 Chronicles chapter 12 and the verse number 32, where the Bible says, And the, of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. That is, in the NASB, the Bible said, they've got knowledge of what Israel have got to do. And so the Issacharites are also blessed with divine insight, but not many of them, you know, would take it. In the instance of this woman, despite many women, despite many men, despite many other neighbors living in Shunem and seeing the man of God pass by every time, only this woman arose by the insight, the divine insight, the perception to know what to do, the understanding of the times, only this woman was able to tap into that grace to identify that this Elisha is a man of God. I've got to serve the Lord through him. 
Is it possible also that you listening today, Jesus is passing by your house every day. Jesus is giving you opportunities every day to serve him and yet you are not taking those opportunities up. This may be in various ways. Your church meets on Sundays and you choose to be at home. That is an opportunity passed by. Your church calls for an offering to do something for the ministry. You've got the money in your pocket and you decide not to give. That is another opportunity just passing by. Maybe you're, you, know, you see a need in your neighbor and the Spirit of the Lord is you know, prodding your heart to give to help your neighbor and you decided not to. That is another opportunity just passing you by. Is it possible, child of God? Jesus is passing your way on a daily basis, giving you opportunities to serve him, giving you opportunities to give your life to him. You are listening to this podcast today. It is an opportunity for you to renew your relationship with Christ. It is an opportunity for you to give your life to Jesus. But some people will let this again pass by them. The Issacharites had understanding of the times. In this story, only this Shunammite woman tapped into that grace, identified a place to serve the Lord, and Elisha became a blessing to her. It is my prayer that you also will arise and fulfill your potential like this woman did. Despite living in Shunem, it is my prayer that you also will not allow your circumstances to draw you backwards, that you will not allow your situation to draw you out of your relationship with Christ, that you will not allow any kind of excuse, be it in your life, be it in your family, be it in your workplace or in your neighborhood or whatever it is, that you will not allow anything to be an excuse for you in serving after Christ. It is my prayer that you will arise and sense when the Lord is passing by your way, that you will arise and give him your all, that you will arise and serve him with all of your heart. If you are listening to me and you want to take this opportunity and to give your life to Jesus, it is passing by, I need you to say this prayer after me. Dear Lord, I know you are passing my way today. Oh, I ask that you forgive me my sin. I recognize I cannot save myself. Make me yours. I repent of all my ways. I give my life to you today. Forgive me. I believe you died for me and you were raised again on the third day for my life so that when I trust in you, I also rise into newness of life. From today, I declare Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I give my life to you. Thank you, Lord. God bless you for listening to this podcast. Please share it all over the place and let's be a blessing to others. I will see you again in the next one. God bless you.